Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. I got a story for you. This just happened to me, and it's really an amazing story with an amazing lesson, many amazing lessons. So I am traveling tonight. I had to go to a faraway place. I live in Cincinnati. I had to go all the way to Monroe, Louisiana. Unfortunately, someone um, who I teach Torah to uh, was involved in a very, very serious and tragic accident. Baruch Hashem, uh, she did not really get hurt seriously. Unfortunately, another person in, in the car uh, did not make it. And um, she was miraculously basically unhurt. Now, it so happens that a few weeks ago, I taught this person how to put up mezuzahs on her home. Um, her home is in another state in the south. And I was on a video call with her, and I showed her through the video how to put up mezuzahs on several doors of her, of her home. I don't think she has had a, a mezuzah on her door perhaps ever or not for a long time. And perhaps that is one of the reasons that she survived this horrific accident because Hashem protects us um, through our doing the mitzvah of mezuzah. That's one of the benefits of the mitzvah of mezuzah that it helps of course, there's no guarantee, but um, quite often we find that it provides protection. As it ever puts it, it's like a soldier wearing a helmet out to battle or not wearing a helmet out of out to battle. If he wears a helmet, it's not a guarantee that he won't get hurt. But um, if he doesn't wear a helmet, it's not such a great idea. He should have a helmet on because that may protect him. In any case, all that is only the warm-up to the story because I am actually still in the middle of my journey to get there. There's no airport um, that I could really use in the town of Monroe, Louisiana. So I had to take an air, airplane from Cincinnati to Washington, D.C., and Washington, D.C. to Jackson, Mississippi, and tomorrow I will, uh, Billy Nader, rent a car and drive the last two hours from Jackson, Mississippi to Monroe, Indiana, um, to help out this student friend of mine. A uh, student really is what she is, someone that I help her and her family. And hopefully she will recover from, from the accident, although she's not seriously hurt, but um, when someone's in an accident like that, it's very, very upsetting and it can be a very, very difficult thing to deal with, especially when her best friend, unfortunately, was killed in the car. It's very serious and someone like that really needs a lot of emotional support, spiritual support. But here's the story. That was only the background. Unfortunately, um, I left my phone in the Uber 
which drove me from the airport to the hotel where I, where I'm staying tonight. And it's not easy to figure out how to find your phone when you don't have your phone and you left it in the Uber. And so finally I figured out the simplest answer, which was to borrow a phone from somebody and call my phone. And that is what I did. Uh, but nobody answered. So I thought, well, that must be because I have the ringer on vi- only vibrate, so it's not really making much of a sound. And maybe this person who drove me did not uh, did not hear it. And maybe they won't hear it till tomorrow or who knows what. But after about 10 minutes, all of a sudden the Uber driver pulls up and he says, I found your phone. I said, oh, thank you so much. He said, I didn't want to answer it because it wasn't my phone. It's not my business. I didn't want to get involved in answering your phone. But as soon as I heard it, I saw what was what happened. I turned around. I came right back over here. So I said, thank you so much. That's so, so nice of you. And, of course, that is the mitzvah of a Shabbos Aveda, returning a lost object. So the Uber driver Thank you very much. You know, I, I drove off. Of course, I gave him a very, very big tip on my phone. I tapped out over there a big tip to show my appreciation, a big gift for him. And then this is what the hotel um, manager said. He was outside and he saw what happened. He said like this. He said, that's what I like about Mississippi. He said, Mississippi, you don't get paid that much, but we look out for each other. Meaning, like, here was a guy, this Uber driver, he didn't really have to return it. He didn't have to take trouble himself. He's trying to make a living, make money. And he's stopped everything to return a lost object to me, his customer. So I was thinking, what a beautiful mitzvah this is. You find something... Could be, you don't really know the person, but the Torah says we should try to return it. And as a matter of fact, there's a much deeper idea of returning a lost object. The biggest lost object in the world is the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence. We lost it. When Hashem first created the world, we had the Shekhinah with us in Gan Eden. Adam and Chav, the Shekhinah was there. And unfortunately, when they sinned, the Shekhinah left. And then there was more sins. The next generation, Cain and Hevel. Cain killed Hevel and other sins. Until finally, the Shekhinah was seven levels of heaven removed from the world. The world had really lost. It was, it was an Aveda. It was a lost object. It was something lost. The most precious lost object that we could have, which is Hashem himself, of course. Not really an object, but Hashem himself. The Shekhinah. And then came Avraham. And Avraham brought the Shekhinah back from the seventh heaven to the sixth. And then came Yitzchak. He brought the Shekhinah back from the sixth to the fifth. And then came Yaakov, and then later on Moshe Rabbeinu finally brought the Shekhinah back down to our world. With the, build, with the receiving of the Torah and the building of the Mishkan, 
we brought the Shekhinah down back to our world. And this is our job, the seventh generation of the Chabad Rebbeim, to finally, finally, finally bring the Shekhinah down here to this world with the coming of Mashiach, the coming of the redemption. And each time that we do a mitzvah, each time that we learn Torah, any part of Torah, but especially when we're learning about Mashiach and Geula, this quickens the, the coming of the uh, of the redemption, the coming of Mashiach, the recovery of the Shekhinah, and not only recovery, but the world will be in a much, much holier place, holier way. The Shekhinah will be completely revealed to us as we are living in this world. And that's what we're trying to do. So thank you so much for listening to Jewish Stories and more. Let us all open our eyes and see how we can learn, learn about Torah and learn about mitzvahs, of course, in the Sfarim, but also what happens to us in our life. That we can see, we can see little by little, God is being revealed and Mashiach and redemption coming closer. Especially when we see that it's not only Jewish people that are doing good things. But non-Jewish people also are being influenced by us and by the Torah. And many, many, many of them are also helping to bring the Shekhinah into our, this world. Thank you for listening to Jewish Stories and more.